Thanks for checking out this message from River Valley Church in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you. For more messages like this, make sure to check out our podcast. And for more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. Hey, everybody. We're so glad you're joining us here today as we get a chance to just spend some time together and uh, jump into a new sermon series, which we're going to get to in just a second. Uh, but I just want to say thank you to all our moms. I, I thought yeah. last week's panel yeah. was incredible. It was awesome. Just super fun content. Great things to learn. Yep. Uh, beautiful time together with some moms that we both obviously yep. respect. We, we married them. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least one Not of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. Just, I married just one. one of them. You married um, one of them. <laughs> but yeah, it's such an awesome time together. Emily and the crew did such a great job. Yeah. And uh, if you didn't get to watch that, I'd really encourage you to go back, yep. catch that online. It was yep. a great message of just encouragement. Uh, for moms in this particular season of yep. time, um, we, we've got a lot of things going on. There's a <laughs> yeah. lot of things that are happening. Yep. And uh, last week was just a great example of how we can grow through these seasons. That's right. For sure. Um, I want to give you just two, as we as we kick off here, just an update of kind of where we're at with yeah. the stages. Um, currently, where we're at in the state of Idaho is things are going really good as far as yeah. recovery goes, yeah. right? So our, our cases of corona are down and, and we're starting to move forward. And so according to the plan that the governor set out, we're moving into stage two mm-hmm. of, uh, of that, that whole thing, which is awesome. And, uh, and what that means for us is that uh, we're going to begin to start meeting in groups of 10. Which for, for us on, on at River Valley, what that means is we're going to be continuing to do church online. Yeah. But now you have the ability to invite a couple people Come over on. to your house and do it together. Coffee, and then sh- breakfast? Yeah, that's Come right. <laughs> Brunch after church? How cool is this? Uh, so now we have the freedom to do that. And so um, you can go ahead and start doing it. Remember, we want to we wanna really uh, honor and respect the, the 10 number that's been set out. So do that. Um, but I do want to say this about the stages. Um, obviously, we're moving forward. And uh, there's a lot of different talk about what's allowed, yeah. what's okay to do, yep. what should we be doing, what is church allowed to do. And there's all kinds of stuff. And we understand, as we've been talking about it as a leadership team, there's a lot of stuff right now that we as a church are able to do. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to do. Yeah. But we're also, we've been really, really mindful in seeking the Holy Spirit to say, what is the best way to go about things? Yeah. And we're also, we're realizing we don't need to be first. Right. There's nothing in being the first person to meet back together or all this kind of stuff. We hugely understand and value gathering together as the whole body of Christ. It's huge. It's biblical. It's really important. But we also want you to know that we're not, we're not, trying to win any kind of, of race, right? right? We want to be very careful, very smart. And so as we walk through these stages, just know there's things in flux. There's things that we're seeking God about <laughs> what it's all going to look like, but do know that we're seeking the heart of God uh, about what he, what he wants to do in this season and where we're going to go as a church. Right. So. Right. We've put some tentative dates and things like that out there, but yeah. they are exactly that tentative. Yeah. Uh, we really want to glean everything that God has for us yep. in, in, in this season of time. Yeah. And it's a season that has some uncertainty to it. Right. It's a season that has uh, that kind of that feel of, of what's going to happen yeah. next for us. Yeah. And, and I think some of that is really healthy for us yes. as a church. We've talked through yeah. that, of how that's teaching us to be more dependent on God and to seek His face and to be in His Word um, yeah. and to not just rely on the same old, same old, but to lean into right. some things that God's trying to do in right. us. And, and really what we're learning is how anchored we need to be right. 
in the unchangeable character yeah. and mission of the kingdom of yep. God. Yeah, that's right. And um, that's that's really why uh, we've, we're, we're presenting this series that yeah. we're about ready to jump into here because we, in these moments of uncertainty, these are the times where really we've got we've to go back to the roots of what God has called us to be as a people mm-hmm. and the instruction that he's given us through his word because that's what provides for us such stability yeah. as we move forward. And God yeah. has given us as a church some really incredibly clear yeah. instruction yeah. on how to move forward and really what it looks like to be the body of Christ, mm-hmm. what things are important, what things need to, to kind of go by the wayside. Yeah. And so we're going to begin a new series that's actually starting today. Yep. And the series is called The Journey. And uh, the journey is really a, a, a response to God as our creator having a, a really clear plan for our right. lives. Right. Um, and I just want to speak that to you right now. God has a very clear and specific plan yeah. that he has for you, for your yeah. growth and your development, for your health, for your healing, yeah, for the right. restoration of your life. Yeah. That's the kind of God that he is. Yeah. And he has a very clear path that he wants us to to, to, to in, engage yeah. in so that we can grow forward in the health right. of our life. And this, this series is going to be all about that. It's going to be refreshing and reminding us about some of the things that God has already spoke to us right. as a church and kind of the next steps that he has for us. Here at River Valley, we believe those things are built on, on four really strong foundations for us. Yep. And at River Valley, we call those the big four. <laughs> you've probably heard that if you've been a part of Growth Track, um, Next Steps, or if you've been around our preaching series at right. all, we talk about these things fairly consistently. Mm-hmm. And today and these next couple of weeks, we're going to take some time just to refresh ourselves and to re-anchor ourselves into what those things look like for us as we move forward. These things help us to navigate this journey of faith in our lives. And each one of them are equally important. Mm-hmm. Each mm-hmm. one of them are equally important to our health, and to how we take some next steps in life. So we're gonna take some time and talk a little bit about those things. And those things kind of have some analogies that we wanna use here just Mm -hmm. for a moment to help you understand that. So just like the four wheels on a vehicle, they have a very specific function. And when we utilize them the way that they were designed and they get to function in the way that they're designed, it gets us to our destination. Without one of these, if we were to pull this wheel off this Bronco, it would make it very difficult for us to get to our destination. And when we talk about the big four in life, when we talk about knowing God, living free, discovering our purpose and making a difference, each one of those is equally important to our lives and our health. We can't put a little trailer tire on here with the three other big tires that we have on the Bronco and expect it to function the way that it was designed. In the same way in your life and in my life, if we're gonna find health in our journey, we need the big four functioning together to make us healthy and to help us to grow in our relationship with God. The big four are the clearest examples of of what we have when it comes to what God has called us to as a church and as a people. And the big four all hang on some very simple instructions that Jesus gave us in Matthew chapter 28. And we'll get get to that Mm -hmm. here in a second. But but that's what we've built on as a church. And here's here's what what we mean by that. Uh, To love God and to love people with all that we are and all that we have. Jason, unpack that for us a little bit here. To love God, it sounds like such a simple thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's holistic for our lives, right? It, It all ties in together. And the first thing to realize, though, and, and understand about uh, knowing uh, or loving God is that um, loving God 
is a response to the fact that he loved us first. Yeah, that's so good. That, that's what we have to understand mm. is this whole um, beautiful relationship that yeah. we have an invitation to be in with God only is possible because he initiated love with us. Yeah. Yeah. And then he sacrificed his son so that we could have a relationship with him. It's this incredible thing. First John 4 says mm. this. It says, this is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. This is the reality of of the amazing, incredible love Mm. that God has for us. And then because that love has been initiated by God, we then have a responsibility. And Jesus gave us some very, very specific things to do (laughs) and some outworkings. If we say, if we say that we love God, Mm -hmm. if this is really the declaration of our mouth, then there are some things that are life that will be produced in our life. Yeah. And this is one of those in John 14. Mm. Uh, it says this, Jesus, this is the words of Jesus in red. If you love me, obey my commandments. Yeah. It's simple as that. You, you, you can't really just say, yeah, I love you. I love you, but I'm going to decide how I want to live my yeah. life. Yeah. If we really are going to be recipients of the love that Jesus, yeah. that, that Jesus poured out, that God gave us. Yeah. And if we respond in love, yeah. then it is going to shape and it's going to mold how we live our lives. Mm. And we're going to end up living in accordance to what Jesus said, yeah. how he said to live. Yeah. And what are some of these things to do? And so uh, in Matthew 22, Jesus also talked about this. There was someone came and, and asked mm. him, you you know, teacher, what's the, what's the greatest commandment? What's the, the greatest thing that we need to remember? And he says this in 22, verse 37, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first yeah. and greatest commandment. But then he doesn't stop there. He says, and the second is, listen to this, equally as important. Come on, that's, that's probably the most important part of that statement, huh? <laughs> it's huge. You love yeah. God and equally as important is to love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. The entire law is summed up in those two things. And so what we understand in, in exactly what you were saying, yeah. that, that, that as a church, we're built on loving God and loving people with yeah. all that we are. It's this commandment. Yeah. It's exactly what Jesus told us to do. Yeah, and Jesus really laid the foundation stone for us in there. Yeah. This isn't like, something we have to guess at, yeah. which, which I'm really thankful for. Yeah, you know, right. there, There's a lot of things true. in life that, that we have some <laughs> options in, but this is really the one where Jesus said, hey, listen, if you're, if you're going to say that you love me, yeah. if you're going to be my follower, yeah. then this is going to be the fruit of your life. Right. You, right. You're going to love God yep. and you're going to love him with everything that you have. And then there's this other yeah. really key component that we're going to love others as well. And really right. what that means is to help others take yeah. this journey yeah. that we're talking yeah, about yeah, in this yeah. series that we're in. It's it's yeah. our responsibility to come alongside people and to help them along right. this journey mm-hmm. and how That's critically good. important that is. And, and really for us, that is that is the, the big four for us, mm-hmm. right? To, to help people to know God, right. to live free in their yeah. life, to discover their purpose and to make a difference. Yeah. When, when we all are living out of those platforms in our lives, um, when we're all living out of those four wheels that we were talking right. about earlier, um, then then the road of life, which does have some bumps and difficulties mm-hmm. and all those types of things, is balanced out because we're living in a right. healthy way uh, through those four spaces right. of our life. And and we've seen it all too many times, right. people trying to just live out of a singular one. Maybe it's you know gathering together in a weekend experience right. or, it's, or it's just being in the small group yeah. side of things. And their life is out of balance. Right. And Jesus really instructed us, hey, if you're going to disciple people, disciple them into health. Yeah, that's disciple right. Disciple them it forward in some really healthy ways. And he told us this in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. 
It's a powerful place of scripture where Jesus really makes the declaration of what loving God and loving people looks right. like right. right before he went to be with the Father. And right. here's what it says. It said, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then he gives us this command. And this is really where it comes to loving people well. Right, he right. said, teach these new disciples to obey. Remember, obedience is yeah. connected with our love for God. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. um, he said, teaching them to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end mm. of the age. Mm. It's this really powerful place that God has called us to in partnership with him to yeah. walk with people yep. as they grow and mature in their faith. Right, right. And to really take them through these spaces and teach them what yeah. it looks like to really know God. And I was thinking about this too. I, my personality is uh, I don't really like confrontation. <laughs> I, I, I really, I really just don't like it. And um, but what I've what I've realized too is in this commandment that mm. Jesus gave us, it, to love God and to really love people means you are willing mm. to confront yep. sin. You're yep. willing to to confront some of those things. Why? Because you love that person. Yeah. You love them so much that you want them to encounter the love of of God just as you have. If we're motivated yeah. by the right thing, we come at it with love. Love, that's the greater love right. for people is saying, I love you too much to just let you continue to live in the life of sin and selfishness and, and without brokenness, God, yeah. brokenness, yeah. because I know where that leads. Yeah. I think I've wrestled with it because of insecurities in my sure. life, right? Yeah. So when you're walking yeah, with people in their point. spaces, they know you're not perfect. Yeah. yeah. But then when you, you know, you're talking with them through the word of God or helping people take some next steps yeah. in their life, some of those next steps are hard. Yeah. But because yeah. of our own insecurities, and I, I bet you've wrestled with this as yeah. well, a lot of times... We, we're unwilling to walk with people in those spaces. And, and to be really clear, mm. um, correction in people's lives is typically the smallest part of the journey That's that we good. have with people. That's very good. Uh, most of the yeah. time it is celebrating new yeah. wins and victories that yeah. they're having in their life and, and, and new things that we're seeing in scripture yep. together. And that's the joy yep. of walking with people in this. And it's really the joy of helping people to know God, yeah. right? And right. typically in the past, we've talked a lot about that and, and this is still very true. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it's centralized around our weekend experience. Right gathering together in our weekend gatherings. Right. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. That is a key component, and a big part. Yeah, a lot of huge. times that's the front door for people, right. getting to know Christ, uh, getting to know a little bit more about God. And we're very intentional about trying to create environments yeah. where the churched yeah. and unchurched, people who don't know God can come to and learn about God, where yeah. they can belong, maybe before they even believe. And right, that, right. that's an okay thing right. in yeah. this journey. But we want to take a little different twist to this mm. when we're talking about knowing God. And we want to take some personal responsibility in that in our lives because part of helping people to know God is the fact that we get to help people yeah. in that journey yep. and in that process. I, I'm thinking as we get to gather together in the mm -hmm. weeks to come, uh, I'm looking forward to our weekend gatherings yeah, and what totally. those are going to look like. Yep. Um, maybe yep. a different feel. Totally. Maybe, maybe some different things that are going to take <laughs> place in this. But the beauty of it is, is that we get this part of this is where we get to know yeah. God. I, I think they're going to be powerful, full of yeah. the presence of God. Uh, I think God wants to do some incredible things in our hearts and lives. So I want you to expect that yeah. as we begin to gather together. But one thing we've learned very quickly is that our weekend experiences are really an expression of what's going on through totally. the rest of the week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're, the pursuit of knowing God is yeah. something that's individual. It's our individual responsibility. But also, I want to say this, it is our privilege. 
It's our privilege yeah. that we get to pursue a relationship Come with on. the creator of the universe, yeah. the king of kings. I was thinking about this picture, right? If, if uh, let's say that the president or some dignitary or something was going to come visit here in Idaho, you know that you would have to be in throngs of people, probably behind fences or guardrails yeah. or lots of security, all yeah. this kind of stuff. And you'd maybe get a glimpse of them. But the reality is because of what Jesus did come on the cross, on, man. We get to like bypass all that yeah. and go up and have a face-to-face conversation with the creator of the universe. Yeah. Like Come how on. cool is this? But this is not, this is, and this is the important part. Knowing God is not something that a weekend service can do for you. Mm. It's not something that a small yep. group can do for you. It's yep. not something that a reading plan on you version can do yep. for you. We all have a personal responsibility to cultivate what it means to actually know God. Mm. And if you're ever curious and this is, this is a little bit scary, but I think it's very sobering too. If you're ever curious about you're the gauge on where you are in yeah. your relationship with God, look at the fruit of your life. Come on. Yeah. You can't fake fruit. Yep. Whatever your life produces is a result of what's going on inside of you. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. So a good question to look at your life yeah. and ask yourself is, when I say I know God, mm-hmm. what's the fruit of my life look like? Yeah. Is the fruit of my life showing that I know about God? Oof. Or is it showing that I actually know God? Yeah. And, um, and a lot of this whole knowing God component really comes down to when we're thinking about a weekend service and knowing God is a, is a primary vehicle of, of the weekend service is... We have to adjust our thinking. And this is where I think you were talking about some of the adjustments and changes that are going to happen to a large group format when we get together. We no longer can just be consumers. Come on. And we can't just come expecting to just receive something. We come as contributors. Why do we come as contributors? Because we know God. Yeah, it's huge. Because we love him. And it's shaped and it's molded the way that we do life. Yeah. And it's what what Danny was talking to us about a couple weeks ago. Yeah about part of what God's doing in this season and time. Like he's reminding us that the church is not just about professional leaders, but that God created the body of Christ and the church to be this beautiful array of all of us bringing something as we gather together right. to help each other grow. Right. Uh, really what that is, is, is we, we would call that life-on-life discipleship. Right, right. Right? Like it's this yeah. place where the give and take of our lives yeah. are contributing to the health and growth of each other. Yeah. Um, and is really the design of God when it came right. to the body of Christ. Right. And, and I think too, you know, when it comes down to life-on-life discipleship, like you're saying, and discipleship of other people and going on this journey yeah. with other people, there's a lot of stuff if we're just real and if we're very yeah. honest there's a lot of stuff that causes us to write ourselves <laughs> off right from going on a journey with someone yeah totally maybe it's it's oh, i just i haven't gone to bible college yeah I, you know, I don't have the, the hours of study that yeah. maybe Pastor Tim does or, you know, I just, I, I don't have that. Maybe for whatever reasons yep. there, the number one reason though, that people write themselves off from ever being able to walk somebody on a journey mm-hmm. is they, they tell themselves, I just don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know how to help somebody else know God. Yeah. And, and some of that comes back to a, a, a revelation or looking in a mirror of myself saying, yeah. how much do I know God yeah. that I'm able to, sure. out of the overflow of that. But so many times it's like, where do I even begin? Yeah. What, what, where do yeah. I even start with? Yeah, well, and I think this has been one of the things that we've seen over about the last 25 years really in the right. church, right? right? 25 years ago, they started some research on this. And, and now we're finding out one out of 10 Christians, people who would call themselves a follower mm. of Jesus, have never once 
introduced anybody wow. to Jesus wow. in their life. We, we've, we've got to examine, you and I were doing this this week, yeah, just talking yeah, about our yeah. own yeah. lives. And man, when yeah. was the last time we really got yes. to take somebody yes. in that space? And, yeah. and the other thing is, is that, that uh, uh, 25 years ago, over 89% of the people that would call themselves a Christian said mm. that it is their personal responsibility to help other people to know God. Mm. Uh, and nowadays, that has dropped to somewhere around 50 to 60%. Wow. 25-point drop in that wow. time frame. And wow. the ironic part is, is mm. those same people now say that it's the church's responsibility Interesting. to teach people how to know God. Wow. Well, the challenge with that is, is we are the church. Right. There it is. Right? It's it like The yep. challenge with that is, is if we're, we're thinking some building is going to do it, no building right. will ever do that. Right. We are the church. Right. And we're learning that so well right now because <laughs> we're not gathering in a building. Right. We're gathering in, in, in homes. Yeah. We're gathering in our homes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and it's becoming all too uh, clear to us, yeah. this reality that um, this responsibility that Jesus called us to was not just for the the body of Christ right, as a whole. Right. It was for me as a follower yeah. of Jesus. And you said it earlier, it's yeah. like one of the fruit from our lives, yeah. probably the biggest yep. fruit from our lives yep. is how are we helping other people to connect with this Jesus right. who's made such a difference in our lives? Yeah. It, there's kind of an interesting analogy, right? So so I've we've had three kids. You've had way more. <laughs> uh, but we've had three kids and every single one of those, I would never in a million years have the baby at the hospital yeah. and then leave the baby at the hospital right. and then just leave. Right? That, that'd, that'd be, be awkward. Terrible. That'd, that'd be, be really awkward. Weird. That'd be terrible, right? Nobody who's yeah. ever had a baby would do that. Yeah. But yet a lot of times when we talk about being born again and somebody's walk and their, their relationship with God, yeah. we kind of do the same thing. We celebrate yeah. when someone raises their hand and says a prayer, yeah. but then that's where it kind of ends. Yeah. And it's like a, a, a baby that's now, you know, being right. born, being yeah. reborn, being Huge. born again, yeah. that's now, what, what do we do with that, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. do we just leave them? Yeah. And, and, and we can't do that. I hope we not. do that, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It really leads us into this place of, of what it means to disciple, to walk. Right. And this is really what we're talking yeah. about today yeah. is this place of knowing God in such a way that we're helping other people to know him right. as well. It's one of, again, one of the biggest fruits yeah. of our life. The yeah. primary thing that Jesus invited us into doing came out of Matthew chapter 28, right. and that was to make disciples of all people right. and to teach them. Yep. And and again, I, you said it earlier, I think a lot of times we think we've got to have some theological degree. Right. We think we've got to, you know, I've, well, I've got to be in the church for at least 10 years before I can tell anybody about it. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, is that's not how Jesus rolled. Right, 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 right. The, the truth is, is that Jesus has given each one of us a unique testimony yep. of his grace and his yep. work in our lives. Yep. Yep. And that testimony is the most powerful thing that we get to share in helping people take yeah. some next steps. But you touched on it earlier. There's yeah. there's also this reality of how, so, so I could tell somebody about what Jesus has done in my right. life. But then what if they say, well, I need Jesus in my life. Yeah. <laughs> like we have that panic moment like, well, what, if, what if they really want to know him? What do I what do, I do next? Right. And that's what we want to talk about right. today. Yeah. Because we've discovered a really beautiful yeah. tool, simple tool that yeah. helps us um, and each one of us to be able to take personal responsibility for the people that are around us yeah. to help them begin. And that's yeah. the key word yeah, here yeah, is yeah, to yeah. begin yep. their journey with yep. Jesus, not just Hey, I'm so glad you raised your hand in church. <laughs> See you next Sunday, right? right? Like, again, right. that'd be like leaving your baby at the hospital. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense it at all. It doesn't work. In our church, we've used a tool for a while um, called the Purple Book. And we use it. We have small groups. And it's it's really just a new believers yeah. kind of walking through salvation and Christianity and all this kind of yeah. stuff. And it's an incredible tool. 
Well, something else that has existed for a while, and we've used it off and on, some of you might be familiar with it, others might not be, is the same guy who wrote it, Steve Merle from the Philippines, yeah. he actually wrote an app, yeah. and it's called One to One. It's awesome. And what it does is it actually simplifies the Purple Book even more yeah. to seven topics. That's five. Seven <laughs> topics. I'll do it. I can count. <laughs> and they're, they're these topics. It talks about salvation. It talks about lordship, repentance, baptism, devotion, church, and discipleship. And it's really cool because it's all scripture-based yeah. yeah. and gives very, very easy ways to have a conversation yeah. with someone to help them understand these concepts. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll just say it this way, too. Like, I was going back through it and preparing Come for on. today, you know? Yeah. I need this. Yeah. I've been following God my whole life. Like yeah. I've been I've been a Christian for a long time yeah. and I'm reading through this and I'm getting reminded Come on. of of why I do what I do yeah. and what's really important. And you will do the same yep. thing. We yep. actually encourage you and and this week one of yep. the things we're going to do is as a church our devotional plan what we're going to be going to together yeah. are these seven topics in the app yeah so so what you're going to do is right now you're going to download the app it's called one the number two one you're going to download that right get now it on come your on phone. Do, it. do it right now we, we we know you're on your phone anyway so you might as well you might as well download it <laughs> but do, download it get it on there and then over the next seven days yeah. we're going to go through these seven topics and i am telling you yeah god is going to do some amazing things in your life and you're going to have a greater understanding yeah. of what it means to help someone else in this we've talked about this so many times people say well i just don't know what to do with right. somebody Right. The cool thing about one-to-one -one is it's very short, too. This could literally right. be done, one of the topics could yep. be done in 10 to 15 minutes over a cup of coffee with a yeah. friend. It could yeah. be done in this day and age in which we live over a Zoom call That's in right. a very short period of time. FaceTime. Um, you could go on a walk and talk through yeah. it. But, but there's this reality, like yeah. we, we've oftentimes made it super complicated right. when it comes to helping people take their initial yeah. steps. And Jesus just said, hey, you. Yeah. You who just got saved, go make a disciple of somebody. Yep. Teach them what I'm I'm teaching you. And yep. and these platforms, these seven spaces yep. here are, are are foundational for helping somebody begin their journey with Christ. That's right. And anybody can do it. Yeah. That's and that's right. the beauty of it. And this is why we want to connect you with this resource is because we are really moving into a season as a church. I mean mm -hmm. the big C church. Um, where I believe God's bringing an incredible yeah. Yeah. hunger that's into true. the hearts of humanity yeah. to know him. Yep. Yep. And once people make that decision or begin to explore him, there's got to be people there who are willing to take personal responsibility right. and help those people take their first steps. Yeah. And that's what that's what we're doing. We yep. just want to equip right now yep. and, and get our hearts aligned with the kingdom of God and give you a tool that is really simple. Every time that I've used this, I have loved it. Like Jason, yeah. I, I've just been reading through it going, oh man, I need this. I need this. I'm sitting across the table. I need to get table. saved all yeah. over again. I'm sitting across the table from somebody who's just beginning their journey. And you know, we talk to them about a Bible verse and they're looking at me like, what are you talking about? What are you about? talking about? John, yeah. where's that? Who's he? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, and it just reminds me of how simple our faith needs to be. And I want to throw this in here real quick too. You are always one step ahead of somebody. Right. So good. Think about that. Yeah. You, you don't have to have it all figured out. Yep. Crying out loud, the disciples didn't yeah. have it all figured out, and they lived with Jesus for three years, yeah. right? And this resource of one-to-one, of -one, uh, we're going to unpack it more this week. Yep. We're going to talk more about it through our devotional times. Um, but I, I, I really want to challenge you. I, I can guarantee you some of you have already checked out. Some of you checked out a little while ago when Jason <laughs> said the word confrontation. Um, <laughs> I, I want to rewind here sure. for a second and just remind us of the words of Jesus. Yeah. Jesus said yeah. to love God and to love people. Right, right. 
And, and one of the ways, the greatest ways that we love people is when we connect them to knowing him. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. Jesus instructed all of his disciples to yeah. go and make a disciple. And not just go and make one. In other words, don't just go and say, hey, do you want to accept Jesus into your heart? He followed that up with right. the statement and teach them. Yeah. Teach yeah. them. If you've yeah. been in church then longer than a week, if you've been around the body of Christ longer yep. than a week, you have the ability to help somebody new take their next step That's in right. God. That's right. And it's just so important for us to, to, to galvanize that in our hearts yeah. um, as a church body, as yeah. a fellowship of people. Whether you're doing home church, yeah. which is what we're going to be doing yeah. in the weeks to come here, yeah. gathering together in homes, or whether we have large group gatherings, whether you're sitting at work with somebody who's wrestling in this season right. of fear or their marriage is a train wreck. Yeah. Like we have an opportunity to connect people with God in a That's powerful, right. powerful yeah. way. Yeah, we do. And, and we're putting a resource in your hand and resources are only good if we use them. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I, I could give you a million dollars right now, but if you didn't take it okay. and do anything, <laughs> you'd like that. If, if you didn't take it and actually do anything with it, it would right. not better your life in any way, right. shape, or form. Yeah, it's true. It would just be paper sitting yeah. in your lap. The resources of heaven are only powerful and effective when we put them into action. And we talked about this. Yeah. If we love Jesus, yep. then we're going to do what he has invited us to do with him. And that is to help rescue people from the brokenness right. of their lives. That's and right. so, um, Jason, uh, yeah. we're going to close up. Um, we've been talking a lot about yeah. this knowing God component and really about the foundational beginnings of what it means to yeah. know Christ. Um, and there might be some people watching today that um, have never in, engaged in a relationship yeah. with Christ. Maybe they thought about it or maybe they just haven't at all. Maybe right. this is brand new for them. Um, how do you help them take that first step? What does totally. that look like? It's very, very simple. And it begins with just a confession. The Bible talks about it, that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart yeah. that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Mm. That's what the Bible, yeah. that's just straight Bible. And so the first step to all this is saying, I recognize I'm a sinner. Man. I recognize that I'm far from God. I'm recognize that I'm broken and I need a savior. Yeah. And then you pray a prayer and the prayer is just very simple. It's not certain words you need to say, yeah. but it's just a prayer to yield your life and give your life to your, to the savior and say, I cannot do this. I need you. Yeah. And so if good. you're in this place, I want to just lead you in that prayer. If you're watching online and if you're, you're, you're in this place of saying, yeah, okay, I want to, yeah, I, I think I think I love God. I love mm -hmm. that idea, but I, I want to know him. Yeah, You're going to begin that today. So wherever you're at, I just want you to repeat this prayer after me and believe it in your heart, confess it with your mouth, and there's going to be a new thing that takes Come place on. in your life. You're going to be born again as a result. Yeah. Pray this with me. Dear Lord, I come to you today and I confess that I've lived my own life and that I'm broken as a result of sin. And I ask you to come into my heart to wash me clean of all of my sins. I make a decision today to love you, to live for you, and go on a journey of knowing you. Be the Lord of my life. Guide me every day. Amen. Amen. And we're so glad you joined us today. And uh, we look forward to the next couple weeks mm -hmm. as we continue the journey yep. uh, together as we talk about these 
these four pillars in our life that really help yeah. us to build healthy, strong lives. Uh, church family, we want to encourage you, be engaged with the devotion this week. Yeah. Don't yeah. push this off for another yeah. time. Yep. Uh, don't, don't think of it as something that, that you've already got covered. Uh, this is a great yes. season for all of us to yes. refresh our hearts in this calling from Jesus to go and make disciples of all people and to teach them. Yeah. And again, one-to-one is an amazing platform to, for us to be able to do yeah. that together with. That's so right. we love you guys. Have an awesome week. We'll connect with you next week as we gather together to, fit, to start the next installment, number two of this journey series. God bless you guys. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to this message. Do you know someone who'd be blessed by it? Make sure to share it with them this week.